Greetings and welcome to another edition of AUHSD Future Talks. I'm your host, Superintendent Michael Matsuda of the Anaheim Union High School District. And as our 7,000 plus uh, podcast listeners and viewers know, this show is dedicated to the future of education, future of jobs, and the future of life for our 29,000 AUHSD students And we've been blessed to have so many amazing guests from college presidents to CEOs to uh, amazing teachers and educators. But also uh, this student, this is all about our students. So we have today our student trustee, uh, Abdullah Fatahi from Oxford Academy. But he is rounding out his year as uh, a pretty much a student board member representing those 29,000 students, an amazing, amazing young man. Uh, Abdullah, welcome to our show. Hi, Superintendent Matsuda. Thank you so much for having me. I'm, I'm really excited to be here. So as you know, I always start off with a question about who you are, right? And um, and uh, what uh, we kind of end with what your plans are. But uh, let's you, you have a very unique background. Could you tell the audience a little bit about who you are, Abdullah? Yeah, so... Uh, my name is Abdullah. Um, I'm a Syrian American. Um, I was born here, but my family immigrated here uh, just before I was born. Um, so they immigrated here from Syria, both my mom and my dad. Um, and I don't really get to talk about much of my, um, or not many people know about my ethnicity because um, there's not really many Syrian Americans um, in where I live or like where I'm from, um, especially at Oxford. So I think my identity is kind of uh, been really important to me recently when I started realizing that it's important for me to show who I am and talk about um, my ethnicity because it really does uh, play a huge part of who I am. And I think a big part of what I do today, um, while I do represent all students across the district and all students um, that I'm here for, I'm really here. Um, I really want to make sure that I'm supporting students that are like me, Syrian Americans, and making sure that I can help them and kind of serve as a role model. Um, and it really is what drives me. Um, so, yeah. Yeah, I think that's a wonderful that you embrace your ethnicity, but you're such an um, amazing leader because I think that students, no matter their ethnicity or gender, they, they feel um, connected to you and to the other ambassadors, and they do feel that they have a voice. You know, in this in this age, how important do you think student voice is, and um, you know, as they try to navigate their futures? I think student voice is really the the groundwork of our of our education. Um, to to kind of branch off, but I'll come back. Um, the way I got into this position in seventh grade, um, I was like a shy little kid and some senior at the time came up to me who I found out was the ambassador at the time, came up to me and approached me and said that she'd love for me to join the club RSVP, Raising Student Voice and Participation. And it was from there that it really changed my trajectory to where I got where, to where I am today, um, which really allows me to elevate the voices of other students. And if that uh senior at that time hadn't come out and reached reached out to me, I don't think I would be in the place that I was. And I think that the connections we make as students um, and staff and all these other uh, stakeholders in our community, the uh, the connections that we make is really what um, drives the community. And if you don't allow students to have their voices heard, it's really a one-sided conversation with the 
with the adults. But I think in our district, AUHST, what's really important is that one of our drivers um, is student voice and purpose. So what's really important is that we allow these students to to show what they want to say because from having conversations me personally with students across the district in this position i've gotten to see so many new um opinions and so many new um experiences that i couldn't pers- i personally cannot know just by myself so it's these conversations that i'm having and raising the voice of students that maybe might have been too shy to speak up um or reach out to other people. It's about elevating those voices and hearing what they have to say to make sure that our community is working um, to support each other and making sure that everyone's voices are heard. You know, uh, Abdullah, as a student trustee, you lead the district in a moment of silence. And we've been so impressed with uh, your very poignant messages about the moment of silence. And the last moment of silence, which is pretty much your last time on the dais as the trustee before graduation. There's obviously a lot of great news coming out of the district for graduation. This is a time of excitement. But your moment of silence, even though you pointed that out, you reminded the audience of those students who are not here because they have uh, they're, they're, they have died. Uh, across America, there's been a lot of uh, shootings and um, certainly a lot of uh, drunk drivings and even suicide, but uh, these, uh, it was very poignant. What, what, uh, what made you decide to kind of remind us of the students who are not here for graduation? Yeah, um, I think when I was, I was trying to plan out that um, moment of silence, I really, I, I don't want to like make people like put people in a bad mood, but I think it's important to kind of like really talk about things that we we kind of think of as tab- taboo to talk in just like normal conversations. So when I was thinking about like, oh, this is the end of the year, what topics can I talk about? I, I started thinking about graduation and I really reflected on how some people um, in our state, in our country, across the world, won't be able to have those same experiences that I'm having now because of violence in the school, which I think is the last thing that needs to be happening. School is a place where students can um, learn and talk and meet their friends and enjoy their time. And if we're having school, if we have to worry about school being a place where I'm not sure if I'm going to be able to come back home or walk at graduation this year, that that's really an issue. And I think that really stems from violence and mental health. And I mean, especially like the, the shooting in Buffalo, um, that was someone that was like my age. And if we, if we are allowing these students to get to that point, there's clearly an issue with mental health and just to how they're getting to that point. Because as someone who's basically a kid that, that felt that they needed to have that much violence towards a certain community, there's clearly a systemic issue with the teaching of how that's happening and making sure that students and not just our entire community, the people that we're raising are understanding that as a community, we need to work together and not just be so divisive and have this much hatred. Um, And that's why I think it was really important to me to have that moment of silence because those innocent lives were lost that could have been treated at so many different levels, whether we want to be proactive or whatever it is, we, we need to make sure that 
these students, these lives, these human lives are protected. Um, and it, it is a tough issue to talk about. And I think I was kind of scared to talk about that at the board meeting because it was a celebratory meeting and I, I wanted to make sure that that was expressed. But I also wanted to acknowledge that these lives were lost and it could have been prevented if we at different levels addressed mental health and addressed um, uh, divisiveness and just made sure that we're, we're all working together rather than being so split on these um, different issues. Well, it was very powerful because it made us all think about who wasn't there, right? Yes. <clears throat> and um, they could also be joining us across America and celebrating their graduation. So very powerful, very courageous statement that you made, Abdullah. And, you know, I often say that of the five C's, the fifth C is the most important, compassion and and character, kindness, however you want to interpret that. I am so proud of all of the ambassadors and our audience may or may not know that we have student ambassadors representing all of our high schools, including Gilbert and Hope as well. And it's a very diverse group. <clears throat> could you, and I, I, from what I could tell, very close group. And without the experience of the ambassadors, perhaps, you know, um, you, you'd be a different person, just an Oxford student rather than an AUHSD student. What is the difference? And why is that so important, do you think, that um, you guys all coming out kind of more representing AUHSD rather than just your individual schools? Yeah. Um, so like I mentioned earlier, I think that in our individual, as connected as our district is at some point, students, um, we want to get away from students thinking of, oh, I'm a Kennedy student or I'm a Anaheim or Sycamore student. We want to sort of push the narrative that we're AUHSD. And I think that's really what the district has been successfully doing this year. And I think that's what the ambassadors are really trying to do. Because when I was going to this ambassador program, I was expecting a very like business kind of thing where, of course, we do work and we do now. It's not just all fun, but um, we definitely do have our fun. And it's because we're bringing in so many of these different personalities, ethnicities, communities, genders, um, uh, different backgrounds and um, everything is coming into one. And we're able to share experiences as different kinds of people. Um, I'm, I'm really proud because I, I'm an Anaheim resident and I go to Oxford. So I I'm kind of understand that different dynamic from Oxford and Cyprus areas. And I think that I really got to see that when we got to kind of share ideas and share our backgrounds and uh, just talk about like going out to eat, like we'd be like, Oh, you guys have never had Korean barbecue before. And like, it's like all these different ideas and like uh, going to get like, if, if you've been by the district, there's tacos, los guiros, number two. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it really is because after a meeting, we'll be like, let's, let's get some tacos and like, we'll just share, we'll just share some um, different like experiences and like life experiences that we've had over some horchata. And it's like, it's really amazing because I, I mentioned earlier that I'm a Syrian American, um, but not many people know that. Like I, like I look white and it's, it's easy to think that like, oh, he's just an American. But with those conversations, I got to share that like, oh yeah, I, I, eat this kind of food and like it's really similar to like Mexican food and like we just it I'm always having these conversations with my other friends uh these ambassador friends and I'm really glad that I got to make these lifelong friends and if they're listening right now I love my ambassador team and I'm so proud of like what we got to do as a team um but more as like a family and as friends so it's really great to see how people with completely different backgrounds can form such close friendships. So. You know, one of the things that the ambassadors did was um, 
a presentation to the coffee with the principals on the CPSF and which includes the five C's and, you know, trying to build career pathways and try to build career and life readiness. Right. We, we kind of, uh, tout that we are a district, a district that's, uh, really focused on shifting from standardized testing to more, uh, to skills that are going to help a student throughout life. Do you feel, I mean, as a senior looking back, do you feel that um, we, we did that? Oh my gosh. Yeah. Um, I, I definitely think that like, I, there were so many things that were being uh, thrown at me. Like when I was at a younger age that I didn't realize were intentionally made so I could succeed in the future. Right. Like um, dual enrollment, for example, I just thought that was a normal thing that like most people got to do, but I realized that it's really a privilege. And I didn't realize, I didn't wrap my head around until maybe sophomore year about how crucial those classes were. I mean, I've taken uh, like English courses instead of my AP class that is giving me directly college credit where I don't have to take a test at the end of the year, which I think is a major vision of our district about not just focusing on that test, that like AP test that we need to take, but more shifting towards getting these life skills um, some people call it soft skills, but we call them, uh, what's it called? 21st century skills, uh, to make sure that we're, we're thriving, um, going off dual enrollment courses. I even took like a CPR class where I got to learn, um, different CPR techniques. And while it's not like hard math or stuff like that, it's definitely a life skill that you'd want to know in the future. And I think that the district is, and the like lessons that I learned from the five C's is really what pushed me to get to that state. Um, and even going along the five C's, I feel like that's always incorporated into all of our classes. Um, and I feel like every teacher, even if it's like math or physics, they find a way to incorporate those five C's. So um, to name an example, uh, this year we did a physics boat regatta and our teacher really emphasized that besides just making the boat, she wanted us to have like a, a fun like name for the boat or like a fun theme. So like, it wasn't just about making sure that the boat, of course we wanted the boat to work, but we also had to collaborate with our friends and, and find time um, outside of just our class schedule to work on the boat, which is a real life skill because you're not always going to get scheduled time where you can work in the real world. You have to work and talk with your teammates to find way to find times where you can work on those things. So examples like those are really just, a small portion of what really um, it looks like on a day-to-day of how the five C's, the CPSF, uh, 21st century skills are really um, brought in every day. And I think that when we allow students to voice their opinions about that, about those things, it really shows up more um, at our school sites. Yeah. And I think you were at the uh, district soapbox speech finals right and there were some amazing student voices um, talking about refugees and immigration and uh, of course mental health and all kinds of race relations all kinds of uh, issues and uh, that was really an example of the cultivation of student voice you also had a chance to i mean you you guys participated in virtually all the major things sema palooza right and um what, what do you think outside students uh, would think about something like Palooza or outside parents? I, I think it was such a privilege that I got to be at Palooza in specific because um, while I was working for like a good portion of it, when I got to slow down and stop, I saw just a vast majority of students just sharing their own personal experiences 
across the level. So at one station, you'll see students that are selling their business ideas that they have at the school sites where they're making uh, real profits right now as seventh graders, eighth graders, whatever it may be, because of the curriculum that they're learning in school. And they get to market it towards students at, like like themselves. And then you'll go inside the gym and you'll see robotic students uh, driving around a robot that can move around boxes and hang on bars. And you'll see hovercrafts and all these different things. And then you'll go to another side and you'll see students that are working with real companies to in create inventions. And it's just blowing your mind that all in one site, you're seeing the cultivation of student ideas just coming together and seeing us share, share everything together. It was so amazing. And I really think it's important that it's Steamapalooza. So I think in the past, we used to talk about STEM, but yeah. STEAM is so important because it's not just about going into STEM. It's the A in STEAM for arts is so important because we got to see those uh, performances on stage where I got to MCA. It was, it was so cool getting to see all these choirs perform. Um, but then also, like you said, the soapbox speeches. Um, I forgot her name, but she was talking, like you said, about refugees. And it was so like profound in her, her voice. She was so... Um, you could tell that there was passion behind that voice because these are things that she's seeing real life on a day daily basis. And I think that most adults um, or most other districts, it's not easy for them to just have students talk about race and um, like core issues that are systemic issues in our country. It's not easy for them to let students talk about that. But the fact that our district is allowing students to talk about what's happening in their life and share what we can do as a community to change that is so huge because it's letting students make real impacts and sharing what what really means to what it really means to them and showing like what um hardships or realities that they're going through and i don't think that many districts allow that and i think at steam Palooza, you really got to see that on all levels so a lot really of, yeah a lot of amazing work uh by the students and and then that doesn't happen unless you have the teachers doing setting those things up but uh abdullah uh, i know we only have a few minutes left but i do want to ask you quickly you are one of uh four students and they're all student ambassadors on the orange county equity task force and that's an important uh talk about student voice um, could you explain to our audience uh, what that's all about and uh, why that's important to us? Yeah. Um, so I'm so honored to be a part of this uh, Orange County Equity Task Force. Um, it's really a task force with at times there's like over 200 people in the meeting. And you'll see people from all across Orange County, different companies, organizations. Um, and the AUHSD is a part of it as well. But um, they reached out to us myself and three other students um, because they wanted student voice as a part of this because there was, I forgot the exact number. How much money are they offering? It's like 15 or $17 million. Yeah. Like, like $15 million. The, the county's figuring out how they want to distribute that money. And at, in our district, we, we see a lot of places that that money could help us. Um, for example, one thing that we're focusing on is food deserts in our community because there are certain areas in our community where there's a lack of access to uh, healthy foods, um, but we're tackling that with the MAC, the Magnolia Agriculture um, sorry, I'm like, uh, Community Center, yeah. yeah. Um, where we're hoping to expand that huge farm I got to visit. It was beautiful um, to serve the community and the students so that it can um, feed uh, our community and make sure that 
places in low income areas where there's not really access to grocery stores. We're making sure that we can solve that problem head on and that food disparity is solved through students' own like cultivation of these plants and stuff. Um, so it was really great that I got to advocate for this and make sure that the money was being distributed um, in an equitable way so that students and families and communities across our district, not just students that go there, but students across that are living in Anaheim are able to get access to these foods and making sure that the money is distributed to the right communities. I know it's going to be awesome. And I think we are very well positioned. So in the minute or so that we have left, Abdullah, yeah. uh, what are your plans? What are you going to, what right now, what are your career plans and what are your college plans? Um, so I'm a senior, so I'm going to be graduating and I'm, I'm glad to be moving on to Harvey Mudd uh, College. Uh, so it's one of the five Claremont colleges. They're actually called the five C's. So I thought that was really interesting. Um, I was like flashbacks to the five C's, um, but I'm really excited because they teach, they, I'm getting a degree in general engineering, so I can really choose my path along the way. Cause I'm not really sure. Um, and then also they have a huge focus on the humanity. So it really re- reminds me a lot of, a lot of the AUHSD district. Um, and in terms of for career goals, um, I really hope to go into environmental engineering and work on sustainability and kind of uh, urban design and planning so that um, I can help future cities kind of be future proof and make sure that they're um, serving the low income communities. And I think a new dream that I kind of found um, is that I really want to go back to Syria um, as it's a war torn country right now. And when I visited this summer, like all the infrastructure was just torn down buildings all on the floor. Um, so I really hope to go back once I graduate and kind of help rebuild the city um, and help kids like that look like me and that are just like me um, live in a community um, where they don't have to worry about f- uh, like water insecurity or energy insecurity. So um, I really hope to go back and kind of use what I've learned um, at in high school and hopefully in college as well to um, serve my community. Well, we hope to hear more about your journey, Abdullah. And on, on behalf of our 29,000 students and their families, you have been one amazing student trustee. We're so proud of you and you. Uh, wish you the best in your future endeavors. Thank you so much. I'm so glad I got to serve our community um, and the students at our district. So thank you so much.